Does it tell you that it's recording you? Yeah, it's telling me. Yeah. It's telling you, right? Mm-hmm. And that banner goes away, so I can see you perfectly, like when I when the video pops up. How you uh, doing? Doing good. How you doing, man? How was training? How do I look? Is it cricket? It's good? No, it's good. It's perfect. Nice. Training was How good. Training? You did the 11 class? Yeah, 11 o'clock class. People are doing their thing. But mainly just focus on the guys getting their weight cuts done today. They're heading up in a, maybe an hour or two. Wait, they're heading there in an hour or two? Yeah. Like Scott, Angelo, Chris, they're all going to make weight today and then fight tomorrow. You're going there tomorrow? I'll be going tomorrow. I'll be running the evening stuff tonight, and then I'll head over in tomorrow. Nice, nice. And then Dan's not fighting no more, so it's Angelo. Mm-hmm. Angelo, Scott, and then Chris. All fighting with time. Now, is, uh, is there going to be a link or anything? Are they? No, Ali doesn't do uh, pay-per-view or anything like that, so it's just going to be like you're there, you're not. I'll be recording, so. You'll be recording? Yeah. All right. Man, hopefully somebody in the crowd is willing to go live on, like, yeah. Instagram or Facebook or something. That'd be good. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if anybody can do that. should tell Scott's boy. I'm sure he's going to be there that, that comes and trains with him. He's like, yo, bro, go live. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yo, we have some great fights this weekend, man. Oh, yeah. Try to watch these, too. Try to hurry up and get home. We'll watch what? The uh, Zombie and Ike. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> what what time? Yeah, I was like, wait, I thought it was something tonight because I don't know lately with Bellator they've been. Yeah, may, maybe there's Bellator tonight. I forgot there was even PFL last night, and I found out this morning. Like, wait, what? Speaking of PFL, but Clarissa Shields, mm-hmm. Angela and hers. Oh yeah, her. Yeah, I was happy to hear that. Uh, but man, bro, uh, I decided to put on a clinic. Oh yeah, he did. It wasn't exciting as the code, man, but hey, he put on work. He did what he's supposed to do. Put on a clinic, looked amazing. His takedown defense, he kept getting up. He showed a lot. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be easy to keep him down, not like the Blockbush fight, because like we always said, it had to do with the weight. Yeah, that weight is a big difference. And I think he showed a lot of people in that middleweight division that like got excited after the Blockbush fight. They were like, oh, that's the way to beat him. Uh-huh. Well, that's the way to beat him if you're 220 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't. It's hard. It's hard. You know how it is. Exactly. He got Vittori off. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't threatened at all. And Vittori still thought he won. That's not, that's how? Not. How? It's hard to be, I like Vittori, but he's so thick-headed. It's hard to be a fan of his. So a loser. Was he, I didn't watch the press conference afterwards. Was he saying he thought he won? Oh, uh, you were saying in the octagon. He even, I don't think he even went to the press conference. I have no idea. His his corner, uh, what's his name? Rafael Cordero kept telling him. Every, like, he was like, bro, you got to do something. You're losing. He wasn't pulling the trigger enough. I think he thinks because of the, you know, the pushes against the Ks, the, cup, the takedown, that didn't do yeah. anything. He got up and maybe yeah, moving forward. Off. Huh? He getting work off the fence. Yeah, he was getting worked. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, bro. That calf kick doesn't work out on everybody. No. Not on him. He, he, didn't, he didn't seem phased at all. Nope. Which I figured he'd be durable. Durable all around. He's a strong dude. He comes from a good gym, good background. But, hey, it's not it's enough. A difference. I know durable dudes that, that, when it comes to that calf kick, it's a different kind of thing, bro. He didn't mm-hmm. even feel it. He was just coming forward. 
Exactly. Oh. It, was it, was, it was what we expected. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we thought. I don't know. Uh, uh, bro, Brandon Moreno, I did not see this coming. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I knew he could have won, but I didn't see it coming like this. No. Fanta expected another war, but hey, it's good to see a finish once in a while. Right, bro? And I didn't, I didn't think he was going to do it that, that easy. And then Figueredo, I give him so much respect and love because he looked legitimately happy for Moreno. Oh, yeah. Like, he real sportsmanship, you know? And he was like, because you couldn't, like, Brandon that, was crying. That's the moment the, the actual fighter does talking, not the manager. Manager's yeah. head. And I don't like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Same thing with Costa. They run under the same manager. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look at look what it did to, to Diego Sanchez's career. Exactly. Somebody else spoke it to, for him. Mm-hmm. It was a nightmare. Let me raise this volume up a little bit. <laughs> it was a nightmare. I get so nervous to touch anything because I don't know what this recording software if I'm going to get stopped or what. Mm-hmm. But, but Rainbow, and this is what I have wrong. So, yeah, uh, Kane Velasquez was the first Mexican champ, but he was a Mexican-born. Exactly. Moreno's a Mexican-born champion. So he's the first Mexican-Mexican champion. Legit first one, yep. What a market. Mm-hmm. What a market. Oh, yeah, it's, good. it's a good one for him. All right, bro, the fight of the night. And I kept telling everybody I was watching the fight with that uh, – Wait, Diaz, he wants a five-round fight. He wants a six-round fight. Because oh, he could always do something at the end when the guy's exhausted. And look what happened. Huh? Hey, I'll tell you right now. Leon is not ready for Usman or Covington. With no. The He's not ready. That's the first thing I said at the end of the fight. I was like, that's, that shows you that he ain't ready for that Usman or Covington fight. Because those guys fight hard from round one to round five. Exactly. He's not ready. As much as he wants to believe he's ready, he's number three. I'll give him his respect when it's due, but, bro, they ain't even ranked. He ain't even in the world. gave you work. And that last round, good thing UFC doesn't adopt those pride rules. Because pride rules, they would have won that fight. Oh, yeah. Wow. You were out um, sleepwalking. Like he said, he's sleepwalking. Bro, we're done. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the pride rules were they judged the last round more than any of the other rounds. Yeah. And it was only two, two ten minute rounds. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you did in the beginning, in the middle. Right now, like we're getting towards the end, and I'm winning. Exactly. In the street fight, it would be the other guy that's the winner, not the guy that won the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. It's who's, like you know, who's almost out. Nate didn't have any implication that he was even hurt at any moment. Granted, he kept getting kicked in his leg, and he got cut up. But that don't phase him. Everybody knows that doesn't phase him. Leon was about to be put to, away. He was about to lose if he got KO'd right there. Well, Leon moved on. Nate won in a lot of people's eyes. Oh. It was a, Nate didn't lose that night. Hell no. That ain't a he, loss for him. He won even more fans. Oh, of and, course. And, uh, bro, pride rules. I like it. Certain fights should have that pride rules in it. But it's just like, it is what it is. At the end, it's, it's like, this, thing's, this thing is going. A soccer game keeps going. A basketball game keeps going. It doesn't matter what, what the score was at the end of the first quarter. We still got the, the end. Mm-hmm. So, I like, I, I agree with that pride rule. 
I'm it sure. Should be. That's the fight. It yeah. doesn't matter how you how you come on in the beginning. If I'm fucking, if it's that Jurassic where I'm almost finishing you at the end, that should count as more. Exactly. Wow. Wow. It was, it was, I was so happy to see Nate. And I like Edwards. And that's the first thing I said too. He ain't ready for Covington. Oh, smart. He ain't his, uh, he ain't, I don't want to say, he's not fragile because he could take it, but he's way too fragile for those two guys at the exactly. end of the fight. At the end of the fight, his jaw, Covington, bro, and, and uh, Covington too. Obviously, he's smart as well. Like, he keeps coming forward, throwing that one too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he ain't ready. Nope. What was next? Damian Maya against Bilal Muhammad? I guess oh, Damian yeah. Maya still has a couple of fights in him, he said. Oh, I'm sure. Well, he, that was supposed to be his retirement fight, if I'm not, I'm not mistaken. That was supposed That's to be That's what I thought, too. But the way he went out again after the fight, he wants to leave with a win. So uh-huh. maybe one more will get him out of there. He's trying to, like, he called out Nate after the fight. Like he wants to end his career with a win over Nate. Hey, there you go. You think he could beat Nate? No. I don't think so. I don't think, I mean, maybe strength-wise he could take him down. and mm-hmm. Obviously, he could, he could out-grapple Nate. Damian Maya is a better grappler than Nate, right? I would think in the wrestling aspect. I don't know about jiu-jitsu. I, I would have to really see it. That's what would be interesting about that. And they, they're talking about like a jiu-jitsu fight with those two. But they ain't just going to let you take him down and try to submit. You're going to be doing whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see that, though. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. Question I is- always... I always- Damian Myers can be boring to some people, but for me, I always get excited because he has that effect that a, a knockout artist has on a knockout. You never know. Like, you're just waiting for that choke. You're mm. waiting for that choke. It could just pop out of nowhere. He can do it. Exactly. Up until the end of the fight, he could pull off some sort of a submission, mm. especially a choke. So, you're just like, it's exciting in that aspect to me. Yeah. Bro, this next one, bro, it turns out his arm wasn't broken. Just dislocated, right? Yeah, dislocated. I thought it was yeah. broken. Jamal Hill, Jamal mm-hmm. Hill against Paul Craig. It was yeah. dislocated, bro. I guess they popped it back in and he was back to normal. Mm. Gross. Oh, he wasn't crying. That, maybe that's why it wasn't crazy pain. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little broken part would have heard something right there. I couldn't. And then, then what's his name? Craig, bro. You, I mean, you can't count that dude's jiu-jitsu out. Exactly what we said. Nope. Can't count it out for nothing. Fight yeah. at night, bro. Can't, can't. That's not happening. What would you say? Say it again. Can't crack him with intentional like, emotions. Like when he's trying to get in his face all week, that don't work. No. No. Uh, you know, I ain't the biggest fan of his, but he does have good jiu-jitsu. He keeps pulling it off. So, mm-hmm. Bro, this was the fight of the night, even in my opinion. Oh, Brad Riddell and Drew Dober? These guys brought it. Uh-huh. And uh, I think it was an agreeable decision. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, yeah. It was agreeable, definitely, for sure. Definitely. I think we both had Brad. We both said Brad was going to win, I think. I said Brad, yeah, pretty sure. Uh, We're wrong on this next one. Anders. Yeah. Anders, bro. Unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. It was boring, uh, bro. Lackluster fight on that one. You would Very think with 
the first fight win, like a lot of people thought it was going to be a chaotic matchup, but I guess not. Yeah, it ended up being the complete opposite. It was one of those things. You know, sometimes you get two monsters, it ends up being the snooze fest. Mm-hmm. I thought these guys were going to bring it, but I don't know. Maybe Stewart would have brought it a little bit more if he wasn't getting so controlled grappling-wise. But... That, that let him so get control. He showed he could get out. He yeah. Kind of... Right there. Well, whatever, and there's still W in the UFC is a W in the UFC, however you do it, so. Mm-hmm. Lauren Murphy against Jordan Calderwood. That was pretty back and forth. A close fight, too. Yeah. Uh, over to Murphy for as far as control goes, whether it was on the feet or on the ground. She was controlling every aspect of that fight. You know, Calderwood had some moments in there, but not enough against Murphy. I agree. I agree with the decision. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh this right. No matter who would have won this one, he's the one's ready for the, the championship belt. As nah. much as campaign, Murphy can keep campaigning. Like, you want to get that title shot? All you get is an opportunity. That's it. Yeah. You ain't getting the belt. You, yeah. remember, you ain't getting that belt against her. Nah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they ain't ready. I don't even think they should be. I mean, I oh. guess it's, it's different in the, in the female nope. division. Women's division of Shevchenko's division or Nuna's division is ready for them. They're on two different levels. Yeah. They're not ready. It's crazy they, the difference. Any, any real action in there. It's crazy the difference in the, between the champs in, in those two divisions and the rest of the, the squad. Exactly. But it's like we always talk about before. When it comes to women fighters, there's a big gap. A big gap as far as skill goes in women's yeah. You always see competitiveness in men. There's not a whole lot of competitiveness when it comes to women. I cannot explain why that is, to my best opinion. I, I still don't understand. I'm baffled by it. How Just not enough competitors. Exactly. It's, there have to be well-bred fighters. And, yeah. have, uh, and Nunez are. We need more women fighting. Hmm? We need more women fighting. Maybe it would be different, but... Yeah. Uh, maybe Clarissa Shields will get another addition to the MMA world. See, just keep improving that grappling game. Maybe she'll put a challenge in one day. Absolutely. This next one we were wrong on, bro. Hakeem yeah. Dabadu against Marshall Eviolov. But hey, he almost, that was another situation with like Nate and uh, Leon. He almost came back in that third. Yeah. Uh, that too, because uh, most of all, I was playing cocky, thought he had it in the bag. and. He got amped up when the crowd was cheering. He was pretty pissed. So when he got pieced up, he had to shoot for that takedown again. But it was clear as day. Like, Mosvar got that win for sure. He definitely outgrappled him. Was not very boring. I would say he wasn't that boring. We've seen some boring grappling. This guy, I almost thought it was like a little bit reminded of like Khabib, where you're like grappling dudes and pummeling them, either going for submission or you're punching them. He was doing all that to Hakeem. And I was proud that he didn't have any answers to that. Yeah, I didn't think it was boring either. I mean, we, we, you know, we got boring. The Anders fight was boring. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the day. That was boring. Uh, and then, I don't know, Chase Hopper lost the decision. Mm-hmm. Matt Travola lost. So, the early prelims, I didn't really pay too much attention to them, to be honest with you. Terrence McKinney getting a seven-round KO in round one. We can't skip that with a straight one-two. Matt Travola. Oh yeah, yeah. Bro. I saw, I saw. I didn't watch the fight. I saw highlights. 
Do you know his backstory, dude? Who's? Terrence McKinney's backstory. No, what's his backstory? This kid almost died like two years ago, like probably 2015, because he did like two he did two trips. He was on shrooms and some like other psychedelics, and he he died on one trip. Second trip he cuts his throat open. And he comes back from all of that, having the rehab and do all that. He's come back here and he's making UFC debut with a seven second KO. Wait, wait, he did mm-hmm. shrooms, died from doing shrooms. Like died and came back, died again, came back from another injury. He cut his own throat at some point. He was he was hallucinating that bad that he cut his own throat? Yeah, something happened during one of those trips where he cuts his own throat and he comes back to life. Joe Rogan needs to hear this because he's yeah. always promoting LSD and shit. He was like, I need to tell my story on your podcast. Like, all right, let's just focus on your fight right now. Like, hey, hey. That man's got a worthy story. Uh, probably all the stories you have on your podcast. That we need to talk Joe about. Rogan ain't trying to have somebody talk about LSD like that in the truth. He's always <laughs> promoting it. But yo, these stories do exist. People, some people fucking do some crazy shit on it. Mm-hmm. Woo! That's why I never do. That's why I will never do LSD. That headline, like, bro, that's nuts. There's no way. Like, how does that... <laughs> video of him? What happened to him? Like, damn, it was bad. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't believe I didn't hear that. Yeah. I'll send it to you later. I'm pretty sure I saved it somewhere. Bro, I can't believe I didn't hear that. That's a crazy story. He cut his own throat. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. I'm going to jump over. I'm going to jump over to this weekend. What is it? A fight night card? Yeah, fight night. Then he get it against the Korean zombie. Man, it's going to be a weird one. But I definitely, honestly, I don't know. Who, who are you picking? I'm going to go with the zombie. You're going to go with zombie? Yeah. I got I got on this one. I'm going with the young, hungry dude with crazy knockout capability. And for what okay. I've seen, he can definitely take one. He can take a hit, but it may cost him. You're right. That is, a, that is something to think about, especially if you're betting on this. Because uh, Korean Zombie does get hit, and homeboy can hit hard, then they get Exactly. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Zombie just off of biased heart <laughs> decision, but I, I agree with you as far as professionally. He could, he could definitely get knocked out. There's a high chance of it. Mm-hmm. Well, Alexei Olenek against Sergey Spivak. I, I thought Alexei was done. Yeah, we thought we was done, too. He keeps coming back. He's one of those dudes where you're an old vet, but you know how to stick around. He's still top 15. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? It's hard to really change in the rankings when you're in the heavyweight division. Anybody can... Who you got on this? I'm going to Olenek. Uh, yeah, everything like, says should be them. I feel like Olenek pulls off a crazy submission again. I think so, too. He's going to pull off a submission again. Sergei Spivak. I wouldn't bet on it, though, but I'm going with Olenek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlon Vera against Davey Grant. This should be interesting. This will be pretty back and forth. A pretty scrappy fight. I don't know. As far as the skill level goes with Marlon Vera, from what I've seen, he's got really good striking. He's got really good striking. I don't know who's got the better, but I would guess Vera. As far as the grappling goes, I never really see Vera's grappling, but Davey Grant's grappling is no joke, too. He's got really good jujitsu. So I have a, like pretty even money, but I'm going to go with any. Like, I'll go with 
the guy that I know, Marlon Barra, but Davey Grant could pull something off. You never know. Yeah, and that's a good uh it's a good uh breakdown of it. Uh I'm gonna go with Davey Grant. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to start shining in the division and everything. Yeah. I think he's very skilled all around. <clears throat> I think this is going to be a, a who could take it better. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope he does shine in this fight. As much as I like Barra, I would like to see this guy get up there. I've seen him since Ultimate Fighter, Rousey Tate, and I haven't really seen him in the UFC since then. They start bringing him back in the Fight Island the first time, and he came back with a spectacular finish in round one. Like I wanted to see more. Yeah, he had some issues in life, this, dad, and then, you know, I, I listened to him on the Bisping podcast. Actually, both of them, because Bisping is uh, friends with both of these guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to go with Grant. I just think he's going to he's gonna start, uh, we're going to start seeing a lot more of him and start seeing him shine, because he's really, really skilled. Yeah. He's, so I'm going to go with David Grant. Plus, he's freaking entertaining, but listen to him talk and everything. All these Brits are good on the mic. Uh, Julian Arosa is back. Yeah, he's back. I don't know Sung Woo Choi. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know either, but every time I see a Korean dude, I feel like it's some dude they're trying to bring up to shine, and I end up picking him. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the guy I know, Julian Rosa, on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with Rosa too. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like Rosa. He's tough. Bro, Matt Brown against Diego Lima. Oh, yeah, Matt Brown, Diego Lima. That's going to be a good one. Good scrappy fight. But I feel like Lima's going to try to, like, grind him out with a little bit of wrestling pressure against Brown to slow him down and possibly get him with striking. But Matt Brown ain't just going to let you wrestle him. He's going to do everything. Keep you up. Piece you up on the field. Maybe maybe he'll put some wrestling on his own. But I doubt it. I think Lima's going to try to grind him out. So I'm going to go with Lima on that one. I agree 100% with you. And I'm going to go with Lima for sure. I think Mm -hmm. he ends up... Getting the grind out the uh, victory. Yeah, prelims. Who we got? Prelims. Alexa. Alexa I, feel like, I feel like I know this. Dude. Alexa Kamer. I've seen his name before, but Nick Nicolay Nagumarin. Ah, you, you you say that last time. I can't say that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you say that. I can't say it. Uh, I feel like I get excited when these different new new heavyweight names pop up because I feel like any one of them could be. I mean, you know, let's see, let's see what Alexa's record is. I bet you one he's got a sick record. Yeah, six and one. So he's you know, and the other guy's got nine and one. Romania. Oh, this guy's from Bosnia. He's uh, from yeah, my you're country. Gonna, you're gonna go with Bosnia now, aren't you? Yeah, but his last name Chumul. <laughs> Alexa Chamu. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bosnian. Yeah, I'll go with him too. You hear Alexa in the background? <laughs> what was that? I said, uh, I, I said his name, Alexa, and then Alexa started answering in the background. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with uh, Chamu. And then uh, I don't know if uh, these girls, I don't really know who to go with. Yeah, I don't know who to go with on this one either. Not really too. Chaos Williams on the other one. Chaos is back. Nice. Chaos Williams versus Matthew Semelsberger. Yes, Semelsberger. Hey, but I have to go with Chaos. I'm going to go with Chaos too. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of these, I don't know a whole lot about to to be making a decision on. Do you? 
look at these names. No, not too many familiar names here. You got Josh Parazan, Rogue Martinez, Joaquim Silva, and Rick Glenn. Rick Glenn sounds familiar, but not enough for me to tell you anything about them. Casey O'Neill and Lara Procopio. Nah. Not very well known fighters on the end of these prelims. These will be like the first fights. So I can't really give any predictions on those. Me either. Hopefully they become big names and then we can start giving predictions on them. Exactly. So I've decided I'm going to start. I haven't yet. I'm going to stop being biased and start giving, try to give accurate, like professional, because I give <laughs> such biased decisions. And mm-hmm. I'm wrong so much. And I'm like, well, if I really think about this, I could, I could be close to right. I'm just giving biased decisions. Yeah, Even this part. We're, we're not the betting people. We're, we're fighters too. We sometimes we just like fighters that we like. Yeah, we'll that's what it is. Uh, make us feel good. That's what not. it is. But I still want to give. And then I'm like, you know what? I'll give my bias decision and my other decision. Uh, right. But it's always just my bias decision. We we ain't getting paid to make a real decision here. We we got no ESPN Sports Center. We're okay. We're okay. Saying, we could be biased. <laughs> our, our show, D. Uh, our show. Well, I agree with you, so we could be biased. Fuck it. <laughs> like it? They like it. They don't like it. Hey, I have a couple of friends that watch it, and they're like, you know, I, I want to place my bets off your decisions. I was like, well, just ask me then, because on the show, I give biased decisions. Don't bet <laughs> on those. Uh, so this weekend, we got Angelo, Chris, Anthony, Scott Anthony. Exactly. Angelo Napoles. Scott Anthony, Chris Porter, they'll all be fighting on Ali Show, AFM 44, up in Banco Masters. It's going to be fun. All Muay Thai fights. Looking forward to, to seeing the video. I won't be able to make it to that, but looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing the video. But I am looking forward to July 3rd, to yours. Hell yeah. Me and Possible Big Dan, too. Possible Big Dan will be on that card. Big Dan, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, that, I'm making it, too. That, I canceled everything I had going on. I, I can't wait for that. Yeah. So, all right, champ. I don't know if you got anything else to add, but I'll see you later on for the six at six p.m. Yeah, I'll see you tonight. Cool, cool. All right, brother. Dino the champ. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Hopefully, I stop this recording and everything's good. <laughs> Peace out, dude.